we got the original crew here for the end of the world. This will be our last pod because apparently the world is coming to an end. So play the music. single fan in the stands for March Madness. It's this, unbelievable. This is the dumbest, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I I just can't, I want to find an excuse that coronavirus is really that scary, but we're not in China, boys. We're in the U.S. of A. with hospitals and good doctors. We're not walking the streets elbow to elbow with people. If I have to go to work with 1,500 kids every day, and they can't play a game with people in the stands, then no one should go to work. No one should go to work. Everyone should sit in their house because apparently there's something out there that can kill us. And now it's ruining sports, and now I'm pissed. Didn't care about Corona until it started affecting sports. People can't go to basketball games. Next thing you know, they're going to cancel the NBA season. I, I cannot grasp what is happening and how stupid our country is. It's all a hoax. I don't know if it's a hoax. I think people are getting sick. But everyone's recovering that's not 80 years old on their deathbed. That's why I think it's a hoax. They're they're acting like everyone is going to get it and everyone is going to die from it. That's not a hoax. A hoax is something that's like made up and like not real. Like you're you're just, you're, you're, it's like overblown, blown out of proportion. That's what I think. You're saying, if, if you're, if, if I hear somebody say this is a hoax, you're you're making it seem like it's not real at all. What are you saying? Clear. No, that, I, okay, I'll say it's overblown. I mean, I somewhat like still... witches and dragons. Those are hoax. The Loch Ness monster is a hoax. What? <clears throat> I still think what the media is portraying it to be is a hoax. I'm not saying the coronavirus in itself is a hoax. It's obviously a real thing that is causing deaths. They are treating it as if it is literally, as he was saying, the end of the world. I just want to know, like, did people forget that, like, if you're sick, don't go to a sporting event? Or why are we? Why, why are there campaigns about washing your hands? It's a I've been thing. washing my hands my whole life. Apparently there's people going around that just wipe their ass with their hand and walk around and shake people's hands. This is the dumbest thing in the world. If you're sick, don't go to the Final Four. Or don't go to the regional game. But I can, this is going to be the worst March Madness of my entire life. I don't want to watch it. If there's nobody in the stands going crazy, then I don't, I don't want to watch this crap. Half of the one shining moment is fans crying, is fans cheering. There is not going to be a little kid on ESPN bawling his eyes out because his team got beat. I this is going to be horrible. That's like, a, that's like a national tradition. I saw a one shining moment like preview and it just showed empty bleachers they said this is what one shining moment's gonna look like i just i get like i'm not saying this isn't something that people should care about i'm not trying to get political but for god's sakes 
Sports is, ha- is the one thing we have to escape from this stupid-ass world. And now, we don't even get that. Where were you last week? I literally tried. It kind of got off the rails, our Corona talk. But that's exactly so this what is I, the first time we've talked Corona. And this is the yeah, first but time a lot's we've happened, in a long A lot's time. happening. I mean, I literally saw yeah. my way here. Corona cancels freaking March Madness. And I wanted to just drive into the nearest fucking pole. That's what I wanted to say. That's what I wanted to say last week was that... This is going, I didn't want to get political either. I was trying to say that this is going to be, starts coming into the mainstream. This is going to be at our work. This is, I, Dubs, we, you know, our jobs are directly with some of these people. One of the schools here just got shut down because of it. It, 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 it's starting to become more local. I'm going to my boss tomorrow and I'm going to be like, I don't think I should be here because they're not playing March Madness. So clearly it's not safe for me to come to work if people aren't smart enough to not go to a sporting event sick when everyone goes to work sick. I go to work sick. I'm not going to take a sick day when I'm freaking sick. I'm going to take it when I'm healthy and go play golf. Sporting. That's not what sick days are for. Sick days are for when you need to get the hell out the house, the hell out the classroom. I'm going to go hit the golf ball around for about five hours. Sporting leagues across the country and across the world are taking precautions, so... It's. I think the Warriors are just doing it because no one wants to watch them fucking play basketball, anyways, right now. So. Well, if 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 the Warriors there's, there's if, your if the war, if the Warriors were in first place, would this be happening? No, they'd have that place sold out. Yeah, exactly. And that's not, what not they, to get political, but if you look at the political political things that go on in San Francisco and kind of what they believe, this ties in hand to hand to what the media is trying to shove down people's throats. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't watch the news, so I don't even know what goes on in San Francisco besides the Warriors and the Niners blowing the freaking Super Bowl. But they, that's about all I know about San Francisco. There's a bridge there of some sort that people like. They take pictures on it. There was talk of the NBA pushing back the regular season to later in the year. So they definitely are going to try to recoup their money as much as possible. They, they were talking about... No, you don't say the NBA is about money. I do. And I'm going to say that they're, they would be potentially losing like hundreds of millions across the league on, you know, at-game purchases. Um, While we're talking about the NBA and money, did you guys see LeBron's response to all this? Which, so, which one? So, yeah, he originally was asked, would you play in front of no fans? I was on board with what he said the first time. And he said, absolutely not, I play for the fans. And this is how big of, one, how big of a puppet LeBron is for the NBA. But anybody in the NBA. But, anybody in these leagues is a puppet. Whether you but love some it or not, are, at some point... Some are more of a puppet. But this just shows how big Trevor of a puppet... Trevor Bauer? Not, not a puppet. puppet. <laughs> not a puppet. <laughs> but it shows how big Manfred of a puppet is he is. Puppet. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he comes back and says, I didn't realize that they were actually in discussions of this. If they did go ahead and say no fans, I would consider playing because that's the right thing to do. And it's just like, so he, he stood to, up. He had to say it. He did not have to say that. He's a puppet. He's a puppet. He supported... No, I'm not getting into it. We're not getting We're into not. what happened this summer. No, no, no. We're here for... Which, not to get political, but have you heard anything about those Hong Kong protests since all this happened? I mean, it's a full circle, boys. Karma. I didn't even know what the hell the Hong Kong protests were, so come at me, Twitter trolls, all 12 of you. <laughs> so, Dubs, i got to ask you, um, what would you give to be the one fan at, like, a IU national championship game? 
you're the only one there and maybe across the court or maybe you're sitting right next to another fan of the team that we're playing. What would you give to be that one fan for this one year? My firstborn child. <laughs> Solid. I mean, to be the only guy that's on TV. Going I didn't even nuts. say. I didn't even like guarantee a win. What would you do for a guaranteed win? <laughs> to get you just said is my team in the national championship. If I use playing for a national championship, I'd give up a lot, boys. I'm talking both testicles and feet and arms, like. I'll be in a wheelchair the rest of my life. I use playing for a national title. I don't care win or lose. They're playing for a national title. Oh, it's Will that ever happen again long, in our lifetime? I'm starting to not think so. I'm starting to think that Bobby Knight cursed IU. I don't believe he curses, but sure as hell looking like uh, that right now. Speaking of IU, you guys have been um, watching Sesame Street lately? Well. I don't know why they're on his ass. Bob Knight said way worse shit than. So what's Paul. your what's your thoughts on the matter? I don't think I should be in the tournament. What's your thought? <laughs> I wouldn't put him in. What's your thoughts on Archie's rant? Good for him. He's got to defend his team. He can say whatever the hell he wants. I wish he would. I mean, at this point, you've done all you can as a coach. They're clearly not doing what you wanted to do. You're not trying to get them to take these shitty ass shots and turn the ball over. At some point, you got to stand up there and be like. You know what? My team sucks. Roy Williams did it. He got up there and said, my team sucks. Yeah, but... This is the worst North Carolina team I've ever had. That's not at all what Archie did. I Archie know. got up there and com- compared... Well, selection show to ass anyways. Lenardi's the best at his job in the The world. fact a Big 12 team is going to be the number one overall seed is a freaking joke. Kansas is by far the best team in the country. No, they are not. Who's better? The top four teams in the Big 10 would beat Kansas. Please tell me it would beat Kansas. The top four teams in the Big Ten. Maryland? No. Yes. Michigan, Michigan State? State? Yes. Maybe. Iowa? Maybe. Yes. Iowa. Not a chance yes. Iowa beats them. Big 12 no play defense. Iowa Arizona would score 45. Have you seen Kansas's front line? Yes. I've watched them play four times. There's... I'm not impressed with what they're doing. They play in the Big 12. Every time, everyone says the Big 12 is so great. You know what happens the Nobody first week of March? Nobody said anything that the Big 12 was great, but Kansas is far superior You know what happens the first week of March Madness every year? Yeah, the there's Big upsets. 12 loses all their games. That's <laughs> just part all of All their games. All of them. Kansas just went to the Final Four like two years ago. Oh, who cares? Kansas they cheated to get there. All that Adidas <laughs> well, money. Well, I'm not arguing there. Okay, back to Sesame Street. I am. I, have I actually never feel seen Sesame Street. I don't even know what Oscar the Grouch looks like. Is he the cookie guy? I think or I don't know. Or is I, he the green guy? He's he's the green one. But he's not in the trash can. He is in the trash. But I thought can. the trash can guy was the cookie guy. That's Cookie Monster. That's the blue one. But he's in the trash can too. I think they get it on sometimes. It's like it's, it's them and Bert and Ernie. They all have a little force. How does Arch? I mean, he's probably got kids that watch the dumb shit. But I'm like, why? Out of all the comparisons, why don't we just call Lenardi? Here's my thing. Here's my problem with the whole thing. If you've ever talked smack while playing basketball, why? Where does where does Sesame Street come into play? Like, why do you bring up Sesame Street? He wants to make ESPN starts cussing. They're not going to be able to put him on ESPN. That is such. That's just a horrible insult. Sesame Street. It's so bad. Like, literally, just... If you want to say, yeah, our team should be in, then say it. But why Sesame Street? I mean, that's moronic. Like, dude, win more games. If you go 500 in the league, 
you're in, and it's not even a question. You're probably in a seventh seed if you win half your league games. He didn't even do that. That's what I'm saying. So don't call a guy that's really good at his job, compare him to Sesame Street, like, just win half your games. Yeah. I mean, there's a laundry list of things that I could talk about Archie Miller that bother me. That was not one of them. I could care less. He's trying to get his troops rallied for the Big Ten tournament where IU sucks. He's trying to get him ready for the tournament. I mean, I I, I will say there is jockeying that's needed to get in when you're in a position that Archie's in right now. I'm guessing somebody told him like you have to make a statement to get your team in, like and that I mean that made waves. Dickie V was talking about it. Dockage was all over. Somebody at ESPN might have said, "Hey Archie, we need you to make a sound bite and you're in." Okay. Yeah. Boom. Now, granted, do you think that's such a bad way? Would it would it have been a better Rant had he had chosen another show other than Sesame Street. I like what? It, it, yeah, I mean, like what, like what if something he said SpongeBob? Else. Something else that's or Blue's Clues. That's just a terrible insult. Is Lenardi normally right? Yeah, like, I don't listen to Lenardi. Does it, an incredible job. And don't like people. I think that Archie was just annoyed. Him or their, yeah. Their, yeah, he's like the dude. I think like, he's just annoyed. Coaches, the fact that, like, coaches call Lenardi at the beginning of the year. Before, like while they're scheduling their season, yeah, they call them and say, "Hey, where would this, where would this non-conference schedule, what would this do for us?" And he'll tell them, "You know, that's okay. That's really good. That's really bad. Like you need to add this." So if you were to bet on a future right now to win the national championship, you're going to put your money on Kansas. No, not would I. I have. You're taking Kansas to win it all. Absolutely. Dude, I think it's going to be like, I think there's going to be just crazy seeds that are in the Final Four. And you know what? I don't even, I think maybe there won't be any upsets. I no think fans in the crowd, no no emotion in the room. Like, that's a that's how teams upset people with the crowd behind them, everybody cheering for the little guy. You get none of that. And especially now, you don't even have a normal sized coach on the sideline. You got little Archie over there. That's all the noise you're getting is that little guy right there. You don't even get the whole freaking stadium behind you. I don't. I, I I just think cancel it. At this point, fuck it. No one wants to watch this shit. Just kids playing. I mean, you, there's no you emotion think, involved. You don't think there's something to be said for like what we're about to see? I mean, this, this might is historical. Never, yeah, this might never happen. I mean, this is like there won't ever be another March Madness after this because we're all going to die. <laughs> you don't cancel an NBA season and cancel March Madness just because. Is this one of the signs of the apocalypse? It is. I, it's in Revelations in the Bible. It, it, aren't we like Mr. March? Mr. Biblical. March Madness. They're like, Eyes of March. There, there we go. It's over. Boys. Isn't that Caesar? Then Caesar died during the Eyes of March? I'm turning 30 this year, and I wanted to, I mean, all I live for in March is the freaking tournament, and this is going to be the worst birthday ever with no March Madness. That's all I wanted to talk about. That's all I, I could think about on my way over here is, wow, we have a lot of dumbass people making decisions. And we you also support someone that references Sesame Street in press conferences. I mean, I don't I don't think that reflects what he's doing. I think, I mean, you have kids that he can't control what shots the kids take. He can take them out. I think he could take the kids out more. He doesn't take kids out for a lot of stuff. But I will say. He gives them a long leash for this late in the season. But I also think he's handcuffed because of. The stupid administration at IU. I don't think he can discipline the way he wants to because of the administration at IU. The whole you can't that every kid gets to stay on the team no matter what. 
Yeah. Other schools can just be sorry, bud. Yeah, you're not I, it's a, it's I didn't joke. recruit you. I don't want you on my team. He didn't get that option when he came to IU because they have that stupid Bill of Rights. Yeah. So we're stuck for Devontae Green for freaking ever. So you know, Devontae Green's the best player they got. Three games out of the year. He showed up for three games. He showed two up and a half. half. Two and a half. He, he showed, showed up, up for the half of the last game. Where was he in Mackey? No, see, people, where was he against Purdue? Where was everybody in Mackey? Trace was awful at Well, Mackey. they all were bad. But if he's well, our so best could, player, the best player gets a pass then. The best player should show up every single night. I agree. And he doesn't. You know who the best player on our team is? Trace. Most consistently showed up every single game. Best player is Trace Jackson. Okay. But never thought I would say that. Devontae's their best scorer. And I have never been more disappointed. Justin Smith's been one of my favorite players this year until the Purdue game at Purdue when he decided to just not do what he's been doing all year, which is go to the boards hard, get rebounds, and play defense. Don't take too much. I hope Justin shots. Smith transfers because I think he's terrible. I mean, he's not a great offensive player, but he D's up and he gets rebounds and he completely. Oh, I think he's. I think he's lazy and only cares about himself. I don't know. I like him. He's a lot different than he was last year. Last year, he took a ton of bad shots. He stopped doing that early on, and we. Well, were I don't. I don't think he's taking bad shots. I, just, I don't <coughs> think he's that good. I don't think he's improved. That's. I mean, I none of them improved. Yeah, That's another that bothers me. Program. That bothers me. Everyone looks the exact same. Al Durham's gotten worse. There is no way they're beating Nebraska tonight. Have you ever seen a basketball player on the ground more than Al Durham? Like, he just falls all the time. Drives to the basket, doesn't matter if he gets touched or not, he's a guaranteed fall. Trying to come around a screen, just falls. He's on the ground more, well, probably shouldn't go there, but he's on the ground a lot. As much as a mop. That's about as clean as we can. Are we keeping this not explicit? Well, we can keep it however you want. I don't think we need to go blow the belt on him, but we all know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. That's what I'll, we'll take it offline then, because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Are uh, they canceling? Like, is Tommy able to go to the game tonight? Big Ten's still on for sure. Yeah, and we Big Ten announced that they're going to run the whole Big Ten tournament. Well, as they should. Which is kind of comical because on Tuesday, sorry, on Sunday is the Big Ten championship in Indianapolis. But on Tuesday, fans aren't allowed to go to Dayton for the first four. I mean, it's... It it's, it's literally just sucks all the energy out of the room. Yeah. Here we are, jacked up, ready to talk to our fans about March Madness and who to gamble on. Apparently take Canvas, but I wouldn't take Canvas. 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 I wouldn't take the Canvas either. I'd take Kansas. Oh, man. Why don't we just give a regular season title to the best record and get the fuck out of here? All right, that's oh, Kansas oh, winner. I'm watch this shit. I will say, I'll say it now. Uh, I, if I had to give you one conference future, I would take Seton Hall to win the Big East tournament. Well, that worked out great when we took Seton Hall last time. It's to win the conference tournament. All right, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Better do it soon because yeah. the conference tournament's starting. I uh, also. For the first time in probably ten years, I'm excited for baseball season to start. Just to watch Trevor. Hey, did Bauer. you? Uh, you didn't listen to my recent, but I, I gave you some futures last week On to make the playoffs at plus money. The Reds. The Reds, White Sox, and Padres. I'm excited for the Reds season this year. Yeah, and to win their division, the Braves. Those are my four futures. I mean, they've got a all plus money. Decent little squad coming here. I'm a big Joey Votto guy, and then we got a little hothead on the mound. Joey Votto sucks. I Trevor Bauer is going to bring. He's going to bring some some energy. 
my favorite player. And I favorite player that watched, you've never seen him play. No, I watched. <laughs> I watched him pitch last year. You saw year. one highlight of him throwing the ball over the center. No, oh, I watched it when they Aquino came up and they made that run and were winning a lot of games, <laughs> and then they shit the bed. I was watching a ton of Reds baseball then, but big Amir Garrett also a big. Player. What do you guys think of? Uh, Players being mic'd up in, in the uh, pre or uh, spring or yeah spring training. For the more I can hear players talk, the more I want it. I want to hear. I want to mic up every basketball player, and I want to take the announcers off the TV. Every player's mic'd up, and we're hearing them what they're talking. And coaches. And coaches, absolutely. Because I'd love to hear what shitty play Nate McMillan drew up last night for <laughs> us to get that shot by Justin Holiday to tie. <laughs> That'll be like a. Uh, it looked like he was. Old Depot setting a back screen for nobody. It looked like he was setting a back screen and then get open, and then nobody ran it except Warren going to the corner. I don't know what the hell was happening, but the Justin Holiday took a shot with four seconds, took one dribble left and shot it with four seconds, and didn't try to get the ball to somebody else. Maybe the guy that's on fire. Ugh, I hate losing to the Celtics. You know what? I just hate losing. Period. But that shot by Oladipo with a minute and five seconds to go in the game, up three and took a up five and took a three. That was bad. That was a bat from freaking the logo. I like ill-advised. I just. You know what sucks is like when I was in high school, I got taken out for taking that shot. You know, he gets a fifty million dollar contract. You know what? And also, I have been a big Dwayne Wade fan. I've liked Dwayne Wade for the most of his career. The fact that he came out and bitched about his son not getting enough playing time today is absolute utter bullshit. He's not even going to go to the state championship game because he says, my kid's not going to play. That's embarrassing. That is I actually, I lost horrible. Do you really say that? Yes. On Inside NBA today. I saw that shot to send him to the top, but like, that's gone like under the radar for my news. It was, what? he just said he what wasn't going to go to the game because his son wasn't going to play. But he wished them the best. Supportive father. Yeah, probably gonna be watching Warriors Nets with no fans in the stands. That's probably, he'll probably be. I started losing respect for Wade this year at the All Star break. I thought his commentating of of the Saturday night of the All Star weekend was poor. I thought some things he said were poor. He was biased as hell towards the Heat too. Yeah, I just he did a shitty job judging the fucking oh, dunk contest. Yeah, I forgot about How that. How was it not a tie? Because of him. It's unbelievable. What a joke. He's a joke. Right. Hey. Who you who you uh, taking to win the Big Ten tournament? Who do you think is going to win the Big Ten tournament? You know, uh, it's hard to bet against Izzo right now. Yeah. Because they got it figured out. Like, yeah. Izzo, when he has a really good team, sometimes they peak early. But he'll have other teams that... Limp in. Yeah, like, and, and this year they were really thrown for a loop because Langford was out for the year. Yeah. They thought they were going to have him back. He kept getting postponed, then they found out he was out for the year again. And I think that screwed with them as well as Cassius' brother dying. Um, and they just kind of limped through December and January and the early part of February. But, I mean, they got it figured out. They're playing really well. They whooped Maryland at Maryland. Well, I think I, I would agree with you. I, I mean, it, the state's gonna win. you know what? Who knows with with how things are going? I'm not sure how things are going to look the rest of the way with fans, you know, becoming less and less. But 
I don't know. I, I would have a hard time betting against Michigan State. I don't. I also have a future on them to win, so I hope they win. Well, I don't. I have another question for you about the Big Ten. But first, if IU gets past Nebraska tonight, there's no way they're getting past Penn State. Penn State's playing. I think currently the way teams are playing right now, Penn State's the second or third worst team in the Big Ten based on how they're currently playing. So you think IU's got a shot against Penn State? Absolutely. Penn State's playing terrible. Well, I get that they're playing bad, but I just don't think. IU's beat them once. I mean, if IU decides, like, they want to defend like they've been defending, they and just choose. and and just avoid eight minute scoring droughts. I think IU beats Penn State easy. The fact that it's March and we have to say if they can avoid the, an eight minute freaking that has happened how many times this year? About every game. It is disgusting. Yeah, it's miserable. My second question would be: Which conference do you think is the best conference? In the Big the Ten. You think the Big Ten is. Uh-huh. So do you think the Big Ten has the best record in the first weekend of March Madness? It's going uh, yeah. I think it's a little skewed though because the Big Ten's also going to have the most teams. Percentage wise, then you just go percentage. I would then not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say they're going to have the best record because the Big Ten's going to have at least one eleven seed. They're going to have a ten seed. They're going to have an eight seed. They're going to have a seven seed. You know, they're going to have a bunch of teams in that range that could very easily lose. And then you look at, like, the Big East. The Big East is going to have a three-seed, a four-seed, a five-seed. Um, you know, and, and they'll probably have four four teams that are all top six seeds, whereas the Big Ten is going to have, you know, several teams in that eight to 11 range. So I, I wouldn't say that necessarily the Big Ten will have the best record opening weekend, but they're going to have the most teams in, and I think they'll have the most teams go the farthest. I think other than, you know Big East and Big Twelve, Kansas I think is really good. I think Seton Hall can do damage. I don't, you know, nobody else in the I Big East or Big Twelve really. College do much basketball for me. is just bad this year. Like it's bad. I I watched Clemson or er, oh, Miami today, and that was one of the ugliest basketball games that I've. And it's like that every night you turn a game on. It's just ugly as shit. Even these. 15 to 25 ranked teams, it's ugly as hell. But it's, I mean, it's just it's, bad. It's, it's bad, but it's still very fun for me. Oh, it's fun to because watch. Because they're close games. Oh, yeah. But you know what else is driving me sane? Officials. I think the officiating is terrible, but it's consistently terrible. Well, at least it's consistent. Then. As a coach, I would rather and, be And con- you know, the, consistently you can at least terrible. say that. You can say, hey, at least it's consistent. Um... So, I follow officials a little bit, like, see where they're doing, because I think it's incredible when someone's in New York one night, and then they're at, you know, Hinkle Fieldhouse the next night, and then they're in Arizona the next night, and then they're in Wisconsin the next night, and I just think their schedules are insane. Well, there's a guy, Bo Borowski, he's in charge of the of officials in the Midwest somewhat. He lives in Indy, and he is... Last night, for some reason, he refed the Horizon League Championship instead of actually having, like, Horizon League refs. He did it, and it was in Indy, so he drove 10 minutes, did that, made probably 2500 bucks, if not, you know, 4000 He'll do all the Big Ten tournament this week, living, staying at his house, driving 10 minutes for that. 
And he'll if he's refing tonight, he'll ref tonight, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he'll go five days in a row, sleep in his own bed every night, never have to travel more than ten minutes, and he's a piss-poor ref. But he's been doing it for a long time. It drives me insane. But that's a great gig. You guys want to start reffing with me? Plot twist at the end. I thought you were going to say, I was like, I didn't know he was going to be an asshole. He sucks. Yeah, I think he's a terrible ref. <laughs> he's all, he gets lit up on Twitter all the time. Does he? You know, I remember Noah in our group chat the other day was like, Boborowski sucks. It was the IU Purdue game. Oh, same guy. And that, Yeah, that same guy. And it was like, well, IU fans also said that Boborowski sucks. So, like, if he sucks on for both teams, usually if your team loses, you just say, oh, the refs were terrible. It's like, like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But if your team wins and you're still saying one specific ref was terrible, that's how it is every game with him. Like, But he just is like so arrogant, and he's worked the system well enough that he gets all the big games. Let me ask you this, both of you, with the, uh, the fan situation – I mean, you got It's going to be a weird atmosphere. The squeaks, the ball bouncing. It. What are you guys thinking of, of like any upsets? Do you like? Do you think, or does this bode better for the favorites? Do you oh, think? I think it definitely helps the favorites. Maybe this is Momentum. an off the wall thought, but I think it helps the underdogs. That was kind of my. That was my thinking too. Some of these. I mean, if you. From my perspective, it was just a smaller school. No hostile environment. That, or just like a team that flies under the radar all, all year that might be somewhat good. Maybe somebody from a, a no-name conference um, who doesn't play in front of these large crowds like at UNC or Syracuse or you know somewhere in the Big Ten. Is that a possibility that an underdog might have an actual advantage well, you, without fans? Yeah, you, you think of like – for for example, a team that I know will be in Belmont. Okay, Belmont, they're a let's just say for instance they're a twelve seed, playing against a five seed like Michigan. Michigan won't be a five seed this year, but just for example, well if if the arena is divided into fourths, Michigan is going to have half the arena. Yeah. So, you know, Belmont at most is going to get. A tenth of the arena. They're going to get whoever is also there watching another team playing late. And those fans are going to root for the other dog. So you still have those. Maybe. But, I mean, I think they're going to have to deal less with crowds. And especially you think of Blue Bloods. You think of your North Carolinas. Well, not this year. (laughs) They were anticipating the coronavirus, so they had a bad year, so they wouldn't have to be in the tournament. (laughs) Is this the first time in (laughs) Williams, like, 32 career? Might be. Yeah, that they've missed the tournament. (laughs) But you think of like a Kansas and an IU and just bigger schools that'll have great fan bases, you know, Kentucky's, you know, this hurts them. It doesn't necessarily, I wouldn't say it necessarily helps lower seeds, but it hurts Blue Bloods. It hurts the big time schools with big time followings. Yeah. Well, not to mention just the local economies where these places are going to be held too. Bars and restaurants and places. Like I said, it trickles down. But sure, I was just only going to affect the gambling. Probably be more now that you'll be. <clears throat> yeah, people will be stuck at home. It's almost like you're reading my mind, and that's. I was going to ask you: Do you think people are going to be 
what you just said, sitting at home. They're going to be more focused now on the game. They're not going to be driving anywhere. Yeah. Watching. There's going to be more fans at home to bet on this. I am guessing this will be the highest rated March Madness in a while. Going out on a limb. I mean, no one's going to, everyone's going to be watching just to see the spectacle on top of no one's going. So all those people that weren't going to watch are now going to watch. Um, but give, to give the people what they want, I'm sure some people are wanting some picks. I figure we could do um, just so who's going to, well, I guess they can't bet futures after they listen to this pod, but I'll just put it out there who we think's going to win each. We can tweet them out. Yeah, we'll tweet them out. Who's going to win each conference tourney? Start with the ACC. I don't think Duke wins the ACC tourney. I got to stick with who I've had all year. Louisville. They have some stretches where they can't fucking score. They do, but... That's because everyone sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No one can put the fucking ball in the basket this year. But you got to have a stud... You got to be able to score inside, not necessarily a post player, but you got to be able to score inside, and you got to have experienced guard play, and you got to defend, and they have <clears throat> almost all of that. They're they have some experienced guard play, but their <clears throat> point guards aren't terrifically consistent. Enoch can score inside. Noir is an all star. He's a superstar when he's playing. Not cut his head up his rear end. They defend really well, they defend hard, and they have some experience at the guard play. That right there is enough. You know, I still think Duke relies a little too much on inexperience. I think you're missing the boat on an ACC team. Don't say Florida State. No, I was going to say Virginia. Virginia is playing well. They are. Talk about a team that started slow. I think they're a lock. To win the ACC tournament, they're plus seven hundred. I'd love. Well, I'm gonna do it right now. I'd love. I mean, I've watched like five games in the past two weeks, three weeks. I love Clark. Boy can ball, and he, and he also, won me a lot of money last year. Freaking so! I'll, I'll I'll take Virginia to win the ACC as I bet on them to win the ACC right now. So then let's go Pac-12. <laughs> I think we know who you're gonna take here. The Ducks, quack, quack. That's who I figured you'd go with. Again, Peyton Pritchard, all-star, experienced guard. All their guards are experienced. They defend okay, and they can score inside. I haven't watched any Pac-12, so I'll ride the Ducks with you. Like That's just too late at night for me. Um, SEC, please don't say Kentucky. Uh, Well, I have money on Florida. <clears throat> you have loved Florida, and, a lot and they of have done nothing but break your fucking heart. Been horribly disappointing. Oh my god! They have been a huge catastrophe. I'm gonna say something off the wall. Auburn. I could see it. Got good guard play that helps you in March. Yeah, good guard play. If they get hot, they defend and they play hard, man. Yeah, but I like I like I watching know. Auburn. Last year was so fun in the tournament. Absolutely a fucking blast. This is music to your ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So then we got... So you're going to take Auburn? I don't know. I still like Kentucky, but I'll go Auburn. I think Kentucky wins it. I hate it. But I think Kentucky gets it done. 
I hate everything about Kentucky. I hate that color blue. I hate it all. Big Ten, we said Michigan State. Say someone else other than Michigan State. Who? But Maryland? I don't know. But I don't know who. I, uh, Jalen Smith is freaking stud. Yeah. Uh, Michigan makes a run just because that's what always happens, but it's also not Beeline that's coaching them this year. Um, my heart of hearts, I'd love to see IU make a run. Um, Purdue, I could see Purdue grinding one out to the end. I think they're under underrated. Look at missing a power conference team. Big East. Big East. Seton Hall. What's your thoughts on Creighton in the tournament? They're, they had a they had one of their starting guards go down. I'm glad I know that now because I probably would have penciled them into like a Final Four after what they did for me this year. And I don't know how long he's out, but for instance, if they get matched up with Butler, mm-hmm. Butler's got two guards that are really good defenders. If they if Creighton had three, there's always going to be a mismatch. But now that Creighton only has two, they can match up with Butler. And I think Butler can negate them and beat them. So, um, an offense that features more of a three-guard offense, you're saying, is Butler's Achilles heel? If, you're, if you've got three guards that can all score, yes. That's any team's Achilles heel. Or are you just saying Butler specifically? Butler specifically, okay. because their third guard or their small forward is a liability somewhat defensively. That's something to note. Butler Villanova, not bad value to win. Butler doesn't do it for me, man. No, oh, I, I I said I remember talking a while back saying, you know, people were got real high. They got up to like fifth in the country, and I just said they're not that good. Like not, nobody on their team is great. Kamar Baldwin is an unbelievable finisher and an unbelievable competitor, and he is solid, but they're they're just. They're a team that doesn't really have a way to score at the basket. Remember when we went and saw um, Seton Hall, mm-hmm. Butler, like you know, we very noticeable difference of size, uh, a style of play. Even when was that? Back in December, January. January. There, it, you could just tell that there was a different mentality. Seton Hall was on their way to figuring something out, and Butler. Didn't know what was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think it was kind of a close game. Yeah, it was. I think Butler was up at half, and then Seton Hall just drilled them the yeah. second half. That, that sounds about right. Does Dayton just sweep the A10? Just dominate the A10? I don't know. There's no value three, in it. Minus, minus 300. 300. So. Then you got Rhode Island at plus 500, and then the next is Richmond plus 1,000. Wow. It's a big... Big swing, um, but I hope I hope to be speaking to you guys on our next pod. I mean, what we're, else we're you not got? You got anything? Do we want to do we want to preview Sunday? I know we. I I, sure. I, I want to build a little bit of hype into it, and now that you're here, maybe you've got some thoughts on it. But we're going to be doing the fantasy draft of March Madness. Uh, pick players. Yeah, and this is something that. I've never done before, and you know, having to do actual research for this, I mean, it's it's actually taking up some time in my day. Yeah, but it's it's so fun. Like, 
Yeah, it's, it, you're really going to enjoy Why yourself. Why don't you explain to what we're going to be doing? So it's a it's a fantasy basketball draft for March Madness where you get one point for a point, one point for a rebound, one point for an assist. And then, so you're going to, we're going to do a snake draft just like in fantasy football. You'll get eight players. There's going to be six of us. We get eight players. And then we're going to do a ninth round where you have to choose somebody from a play-in game. And we're going to, there's a spreadsheet, which I you all should have access to, oh, yeah. that I've sent out that you guys can all I've edit. i already put all my players in. We haven't done the draft yet. I know, but I put my players in. <laughs> we all have access to it, so we know your players. <laughs> you can't pick yourself. Yeah. Sleeper pick. Rebounds. A lot of rebounds. Boys, double-double city. Ten so. turnovers, ten rebounds. Yeah, so uh, I think next... Well, on Sunday, we're all going to get together. We're going to watch the selection show. Um, probably then do our draft shortly after that. Once we finish watching Sesame Street, yeah. Yeah, watch Sesame Street, and then we will uh, probably record a pod, giving our thoughts on March Madness and who we like, who we dislike. and um, we, we may, we may, if I have it my way, record the actual draft, because I think that would be quite comical. To hear some of these shitty ass picks that I'm about to hear from yourself, or now we can all take a guess at who's going to be taking the shitty picks. Who's that? Yeah. We'll just let the viewers decide who had the best draft. Um, we'll have some thoughts about how I used not in the tournament and how I called it. Two oh weeks my ago. gosh! Big Ten just announced that beginning Thursday, March 12th, attendance. Uh, the Big Ten men's basketball tournament games will be limited to student-athletes, coaches, events, staff, essential team and conference staff, TV network partners, credentialed media, and immediate family members. So the day that I was actually going to go. <laughs> yep, I had tickets tomorrow, too. <laughs> the world's coming to an end! God bless it! Oh! <laughs> before we get out of here. Uh, finally, my shirt... Well, see you boys on Sunday. It's good to be back. Follow us on our social medias at Who's Your Picks on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we'll be giving away free tickets to go to the Final Four this year. <laughs> We're actually giving giving away free tickets to the first four in Dayton. So be sure to listen next week. Yeah, we li- we'll listen up. Don't take that out. That sounds like dog shit. What am I even saying? Stuttering. Stuttering. See you guys.